Hello, and welcome back to On Cloud Nine. I'm Gabby, the host of this amazing, beautiful, gorgeous podcast. I want to start out each episode by doing like a little weekly weekend recap of all of my little wins because I feel like it's so glamorized in mainstream media and social media, especially on TikTok, all of the highs that everyone is experiencing without seeing any of not even like the lows or just more average parts of their day. So you're consuming all this content that's solely based around all of these highs and you're just kind of like, am I not doing enough? Like, am I doing something wrong? Like my day-to-day experience isn't like that. So I just want to normalize more normal everyday things because those are really what your life is filled up with as opposed to the big monumental moments. Like, Like when I was a teenager, I thought, Everything was going to be you grow up, you go to college, you join a sorority, which is what I want to do. This is not what everyone wanted to do. And then the next chapter is you graduate, you get your dream job, you find your dream partner, and then you get engaged and get married and go on vacation. And then you age and realize that's absolutely not what your life is like. So I just kind of wanted to bring it back down to earth and focus on day-to-day things that really make up your life and are really important in the grand scheme of things. So first of all, I went through the Starbucks drive-thru last week and I ordered a piece of like pumpkin bread or banana bread or something. And I also got my grande iced matcha and I get to the window and she's like, the total's only $4 or something. And I was like, oh, okay. And I don't, I don't know. I don't pay attention to how much it costs when I go to Starbucks. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I only charged you for just the piece of banana bread. I didn't even get your order. It's been so busy. And she was so young and so cute. And I was like, oh my God, don't like, you don't have to say sorry. Like I'm taking my dog in a car ride. It's really fine. But I imagine people get really all, you know, they really get their panties in one in the fucking Starbucks drive-thru because God forbid you get fucking Lisa's Starbucks order wrong in her BMW. But she was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Like I'll, you'll just get the drink for free. Like you only have to pay for the bread. And I was, I was like, oh my God, that was so nice. And after getting laid off and trying to not spend unnecessary money, but still needing to feel those hits of dopamine and still feel like a normal person going to the Starbucks drive-thru and spending like six or $7 on a coffee or whatever really does make me so happy and makes me feel like a normal person. And a lot of my day-to-day doesn't really feel all that normal right now. So getting that for free was, it really did make my entire day. When I'm in the elevator in my building and I see a girl with something cute on, I always compliment her. I will give you every compliment in the world if I really like your makeup or your hair or even your lip gloss, your nail color, your jewelry, whatever. I will throw compliments all day and it makes me feel so much better, honestly. So one of my rules of life is now, I don't keep any compliments to myself. Like if I see someone, I'm going to throw them a compliment if I really like something on them. And this girl gets in the elevator and she has this really cool gold necklace on and it has a few charms on it. So it was almost like a charm bracelet, but like a charm necklace. One of them was her initials. One of them was like a lock and the other one, I don't, I couldn't really see all that close. I wasn't like up all in her face, but I was like, oh my gosh, your necklace is so cute. And she was like, thanks. My friend actually does these and she's having a pop-up shop. And then she said that the pop-up shop is actually happening at the end of this week at a local coffee place. And I was like, oh my God, if I never had even given her that compliment, I never would have known that her friend is actually the person who makes that really 
gorgeous necklace and is doing a pop-up shop this Thursday. So I'm going to go. So this is for everyone out there who doesn't really talk in their buildings to the people in the elevator. Like when, you know, you see a cute dog, like I always ask to pet people's dogs. It's those really tiny interactions that really make my day so much better. And perfect example of like giving someone a compliment turned into like this whole different experience that I ended up having. Like I gave her something that she made like I gave her a compliment and it probably made her feel really good. Like I love when I get compliments, like genuine compliments from girls, not compliments from men. I'm not talking about compliments from men. They're always fucking creepy and weird, but it really turned around the rest of my day. So I highly recommend if you're someone who usually doesn't say anything to people in the elevator or in your building, I think you should just try and change it because it really does change my day. Or when I'm riding in the elevator in silence with the dog, I always tell the person I'm with, like, have a good rest of your day. Because it's it just feels good to be acknowledged as a person. Like, I used to not say anything to anybody. And then there was this one time where this we rode the elevator all the way down in silence. And then he got out and he was like, have a good rest of your day. And I was like, oh, my God, thanks. Like, it made me feel so much better. And I feel like the norm is to not say anything. And I think that's a big cultural difference between, like, Americans and pretty much every other part of the world like we're a very isolating culture and I feel like it's so normal to just stare at people and not say anything so those little interactions really make my day so much better another thing that made me so happy recently I get in the elevator and this baby who is so so cute I've lived in my building for about three years and I've seen him and his mom and his dad like since he was born so now he's like walking and kind of talking and he waved to me and it was just so cute. And I'm getting out of the elevator and I was ta- I was chit-chatting with his mom. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. I can't believe how big he is. He is so cute. And also, here's the other thing. I am not someone who's like obsessed with kids. Like I, first of all, only like cute kids. And I only like well-behaved kids. Like if you fall out of those two buckets, like I won't give a flying fuck about your kid. Like really, truly. So let's just get that straight. Like I'm not going to be the person who sees a baby. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with the baby. The baby has to be cute. And the baby has to be well-behaved. Okay, so... Let's just set the record straight on that. And I'm waving to the baby and I was like, oh my goodness, I love your shirt. You look so cute. And we get out of the elevator and I was like, it was so good to see you. And then the mom looks at the baby and she goes, that was such a nice ride. Like what a treat. And again, it was just that small interaction that made my day so much brighter. So highly recommend interacting more with the people around you. I also little another little win. I got my hair trimmed today. I got the tiniest little face framing layer in the front of my hair. I never cut any kind of shape into my hair because it's naturally curly. And the more layers I have throughout my hair, the more breakage I get when I'm styling it. So it's gotten really long to the point where when I do anything to it, it just doesn't frame my face really in a flattering way. So I felt really crazy and got a face framing layer and it like floats between my chin and my collarbone. It's a long layer but I don't care I'm basically afraid of hair scissors I put air in my tires my car is so fucking annoying as soon as it dips below like the standard pressure that my car usually runs at like if it's 33 psi and it dips below that at like 30 it's it's beeping on my dashboard and I've let that shit beep for months at this point and I was like I can't listen to this anymore so I went to go put air in my tires and after that I rewarded myself with a crisp large Coke from McDonald's because the gas station and the McDonald's are right next to each other and I was like I deserve this. Again even though I got laid off the Coke was $2.12 like that's fine that's not going to make or break my fucking $1,400 rent that I have to pay at the end of this month so 
if you also got laid off or you're strapped for cash, you really should still do those things that make you feel like a human being because that will get you so much further than saving the $2. Like I can scrounge up $2 in quarters. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but the experience of slurping down a fucking crisp Coke on my car ride home from my haircut and getting, putting air in my tires, that made me so happy. And that was worth way more than $2. Last thing, I got my newly in the mail today. I fucking slayed this newly order. I wish I could purchase everything I picked out because everything is honestly so good. And I started doing newly in the middle of the summer because mainly because I'm not a clothes girl. I am a jeans and t-shirt through and through. I don't like to follow the trends. And honestly, because I feel uncomfortable in a lot of clothes, like I'm that person who cuts the tags out of all of her shirts. I have sensory issues. If its neckline is too high, I feel like I'm choking. Like it's a whole, a whole gamut of issues that I have when it comes to getting dressed. And I'm also pretty petite, but I'm not petite in the way that I buy petite clothes. Like I have longer legs for my height. I'm 5'1", but my sister is 5'3", and my legs are longer than hers. So I don't purchase petite clothes because I find that they fit very weird. I don't know if anyone else experiences that as like a tiny person, but I feel like petite clothes, they're made for like Polly Pockets and Barbie dolls. Like the proportions are really off, and I'm just a small person with normal proportions. So... I don't know if anyone else experiences that, but please let me know so I'm not alone. But I'm going to Spain next month. I'm going with my family. And again, I was like, I'm not, I don't even know what to wear in Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't know what I'm supposed to bring to Spain and try and look cool and European, even though I'm American. So I picked out some like transitional like spring to fall like summer to fall pieces and I love every single one and it takes the pressure off of trying to buy cute things for every occasion because you just return them at the end of the month and if you really like them you can buy them at a discount which is fucking great and all of this stuff that is on newly is typically of a higher price point so you pay a hundred dollars for six things and Everything I rented this month in my newly would come out to probably well over $500, maybe even like more than that sometimes because the shirts I'm getting are like $100 and I got six things. So it is so cost effective for someone who isn't into buying clothes and it gives them a lot of anxiety. I love newly and I highly recommend. Now on to more important things. Here's why Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are OTP. And I still use the term OTP. If you don't know what that means, it means one true pair. Like because I'm still 16 in my brain, even though I'm 27, it's fine. We are not going to talk about how old I am. But this is the first time that I feel like Taylor Swift has a huge, huge grin on her face and looks genuinely happy and not only happy, like deeply joyful. Watching her in the box at the Chiefs game I was absolutely losing my fucking mind. My group chat was blowing up. And also, I didn't even believe that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were a thing. I was like, 
Everyone is full of shit. That's absolutely not true. Like Travis Kelsey is just like, oh, I gave Taylor. I wanted to give Taylor Swift a bracelet with my phone number on it. Like you and fucking everyone else who went to the Eras tour. Like you don't think I wanted to give Taylor Swift a bracelet with my phone number on it so we could be like real life, like BFFs in real life, please. So I was like, that's not even that's not even real. That's not happening. And now it's happening. And I'm I'm fucking obsessed. I'm building them a ship. I'm building them the biggest, most giant cruise ship. And I'm sailing it all the way across the world and here's why I'm so obsessed with them it seems like her relationship with Joe she spent so much time really catering to his wants and his needs like being really private like when have you ever seen a paparazzi photo of them like or them at events out and about like just being together and enjoying each other's company pretty much never and Travis Kelsey is like girl I'm obsessed with you and I'm your biggest fan and I want to take you to the Chiefs game and I want to sit you in the box and I want to treat you right and I want you to shine like the star that you are. And she's like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. And every girl deserves to really be the biggest and most shiny, amazing, extravagant versions of themselves. And I've had shitty boyfriend after shitty boyfriend and Every single one of them, they've always had this weird, really annoying insecurity of you're too much, you're too loud, like that's too much, like you're dancing too much. It's always putting two in front of something that I'm doing. And then it's like, do you even like me or do you just like the idea of me? And I feel like Joe and Taylor were kind of like that same thing. He liked her from a distance and kind of like a caged bird like he liked watching her but was like oh like I want to be really private like you can't be the star and I don't really want all of that attention so like you're gonna have to edit who you are and how much you shine to make me feel comfortable and ladies that's just not anything that we ever have to deal with ever 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 I dealt with it for a really long time specifically in my most recent relationship I have been single for a year and a half so this is I'm, I haven't been with anyone in a long time, but he was always having fucking problems about anything I did. It was always, oh, you're doing that for attention. You're dressing for attention. You're dancing for attention. And it's like, I'm not doing anything for attention, you fucking psycho. If I wanted attention, I have to walk around naked. Men are so weird and disgusting. Like, I don't do anything for the male gaze. Like, everything I do is for the bitches. Like, please be so fucking serious right now. But I feel like this is a great relationship lesson for everyone out there who maybe has been with or is with someone who really wants to dim who they are and dim their personality or what they bring to the table like if you're really loud and really funny and you like to have a good time and have fun and not even like talking about drinking like I'm not a big drinker but I love going out to a bar and shaking my ass with my girlfriends and just having such a good time and every boyfriend I've ever had was always so embarrassed of that. I was never embarrassed of who I was or who I am. They made me feel bad about that and I feel like Joe and Taylor were the same way. I feel like he was always making her feel bad about who she is and how amazing she is and how big she is and bright and shiny and it's like that's why she made the song Bejeweled like best believe I'm still bejeweled. I can walk in the room and still make the whole place shimmer like you deserve to shimmer and shine as much as you want in whatever way makes you so happy because at the end of the day like you are here to experience life on this earth in this one body that you have and you really need to be doing what lights you up instead of feeling bad about who you are like I'm not saying be inappropriate and be calling people fucking like I'm not saying (laughs) fight with girls or guys in the bar I'm really saying like 
if your personality is someone who's really outgoing and loud and you have a loud, crazy laugh or you love dancing in the bar and throwing your hands up and having a good time and, you know, requesting songs at the DJ booth, like you should still do all those things. You should never, ever have to dim who you are for a man ever. And I feel like so many women have experienced that. Like every single one of my friends that I've spoken to about one boyfriend or another has that same experience, if not very similar. And it was a big thing for me to get over being like, I actually can be whoever I want and do whatever the fuck I want and it not be a problem. So I love that Travis Kelsey is like, you are the shiniest fucking jewel in the entire jewel box and I'm absolutely obsessed with you and I'm going to make everyone know how obsessed I am with you. Like also Joe who? Joe Alwyn who? Like I don't even know who he is at this point and no, no one else does either. But I love seeing her so happy with someone who just genuinely admires her. And I can imagine that he probably thinks she's the fucking best thing since sliced bread. And every single person on this earth deserves to be with someone who thinks that you are the best thing since sliced bread. That is like one of my new standards that I have. Like I used to compromise so many of my boundaries and things that I need in a person to then... I just went back on so many things that I would never do now. So if you kind of struggle or like your boyfriend is making you feel bad, you really need to evaluate where you are in your relationship and think about who like, are you still yourself? I was not myself at all in my last relationship. And I look back and I'm, I feel so sad for that girl who was with him because I just want to give that bitch a hug because she was so sad all the time. And I honestly feel like Taylor was kind of the same, like maybe not outwardly sad, but it was like, why can't we go out to fucking dinner without you running into the Escalade? Like you're that's so that's such a loser behavior. And Travis Kelsey said, I'm six, five, baby, like I got you and I love it and I'm here for it. And I think that they're actually soulmates. And I don't know how much content you guys have been consuming on TikTok, like everything I consume is about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey at this point. I've seen astrologers do readings of their birth charts and stuff and it's actually so fucking wild how many like synchronicities and similarities they have and I am here for it all wanted to recap Travis and Taylor and why I'm so fucking obsessed with them and why you should be too and why you deserve to be with someone who's also fucking obsessed with you we all deserve that I also added a google form to the description of the podcast. One is so you guys can submit questions or advice. Like if you have things that you want some insight on from kind of like a big sister perspective, I would be more than happy to offer some guidance or where, you know, I stand on situations that I feel like I can weigh in on. And the second one is I would love if you have a story of how you met your current partner or the love of your life, your soulmate, whoever that person is for you, how you met them in the wild, in real life. I don't want to hear if you fucking met on Hinge, Raya, Bumble, or whatever the other one is that I can't think of. I don't want to hear how you met on a dating app. I feel like all the dating apps are broken, first of all. Second of all, I feel like it's become very discouraging for all the single girls out there to constantly hear like, oh, we met on a dating app. Well, when did you meet? In 2015? Yeah, when there was actually like a population of hot guys like maybe that were like cool and kind and now they're just fucking really creepy weirdos that are like hey I really like your purple dress and I'm like I'm scared of you like please don't ever comment on any of my pictures ever again so I actually paused my hinge because it was making me very depressed anyway 
the form is for you guys to share your stories of how you met your current partner um, in real life. Like if the universe brought you together in crazy ways or you're like, wow, that was like one in a million. I can't believe we share like a friend or whatever. Like I feel like we've all seen those TikToks and I feel like it kind of seems out of reach for a lot of us because I don't know, it seems out of, it feels out of reach to me almost all of the time. It's like, okay, like you met your soulmate on like some destiny trip, like that movie Serendipity with what's his face? What is his name? John Cusack. And who's that? Kate. Oh my God. What's her name? Kate Beckinsale. Is she in that movie? I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But it's just like that movie Serendipity. All these crazy coincidences happen that bring two people together. So I would really love if you guys have a really amazing story of how you met your partner to be able to share that so I can read it on the podcast because I feel like the single girls out here need inspiration. So two forms, one for a meet cute. And then the second one, if you would like advice or if you have if Oh my gosh, I can't even talk. Or if you have a question that you think I could answer for you and you would like some insight on, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And if you don't, that's okay. We're all human. Not every week is going to be amazing, but what goes up must come down and vice versa. So do something that makes you happy and do whatever you got to do to keep that dopamine up. Okay. Love you. Bye.